5: Redhead uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Uh, We got the Denver Nuggets and the LA Clippers. Countdown to um, game seven between the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors. I'm curious to see if there's going to be more line movement uh, in this game. Sitting at three points uh, right now. And um, another one bites the dust, uh, Cam. 15 7 uh, right now for the Los Angeles Clippers. First quarter start. Yeah, great. Thanks, Denver.
6: Yeah. Yeah, good, good, good effort there, guys. Yeah, might lose the first
5: quarter, <laughs> no, Tim, might lose the whole game. Yeah, they much might get uh, absolutely throttled. And what are you going to do? Well, I'll tell right? you like what, you though, expect- mm-hmm. That parlay that I said is plus one ninety one before is still plus one sixty eight right now. Still not bad. You get the LA Clippers to win the game and the um, the Raptors to win the game at plus one sixty eight. I got no problem with that. I like, listen, I'm taking the Raptors. I already have the Raptors, but I'm taking them. I'm taking them. um, I'm going to be taking them again. I have a serious price, but I do think the Raptors are going to win a game. So why not just get the party started and try to boost the odds a little bit with the Clippers? It's inevitable. The Clippers are going to win the game.
6: Yeah, they are. The Clippers are going to win, and Houston's going to tap out in the next game too. Uh, The NBA gets what they want. LA versus LA, super series in in the West. Interesting stuff, Gabe. And we talked about... uh, live betting before. I'm just following the tennis and uh, Karina Busta is playing Alex Zverev in one of the men's semifinals. Dominic Thiem and Medvedev uh, is the night match. Um, Busta was up two sets to love and Zverev, who was a minus 310 favorite on FanDuel at the start of the day, became cl- close to plus 400. He has won the last two sets and tied it up. Absolutely craziness when we talk about the movement in tennis. The same thing last night with Azarenka as in Serena Williams won the first set 6-1 to one and she battled back and won which was good for me, but just the swings of tennis uh, this year at the U.S. Open have been phenomenal. Like, turning minus 200s into plus 400s and 500s, it's been wild. Absolutely nuts.
5: Uh, Cam's got tennis fever. Uh, you have any picks I for do. us? Rod Laver? Yeah,
6: Medvedev. Rod Laver in-house. Yeah, I, any picks? Hey, hey, everybody! I'm Cam Stewart, aka Rod Laver. If you bet on Azarenka last night, let me tell you, Dominic team's good, but Medvedev's better. It's a pick 'em at FanDuel. I like the Russian, the three seed, Medvedev. Could be a five-set thriller.
5: Well, look, you have the uh, looks like you have a um, you got an Adidas tennis shirt on right now. You, you, look, you look like you're you're about to go to the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> yes better than the shirt
6: yesterday that you ripped. hey cam this is the best cam you gotta let it go like let it go get some new shirts i'm like i agree yeah that was a bad solution that was a horrible almost shirt. it I
5: almost agree. looked like the seinfeld puffy shirt or something like it just it wasn't working yeah yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. just a bigger collar real loose and gross yeah you're right didn't really fit well it was just a, a very bad shirt on laundry day that's the thing old, okay. old reliable adidas gets it
5: done no, you've got to you got to let it go. Give it away, let it, or throw it away. Oh, that I, I thing should be burned. It should. Who's gonna like? I, I honestly believe even if you need
6: clothes, and I gave that to you. It's not like the jerseys that we gave to the to the poor kids that you sent me. And I went all around town, and I got the. the remember that when you uh, when you first uh, was uh, moved to New York, there, Gabe. Uh, kids were happy. They got like even a Chad Pennington jersey. You'd be happy with not my golf shirt. That thing
5: just sucked. Bad yes. No no, no, no. Nobody wants uh, nobody wants your use clothes. Uh, <laughs> that's the Jer- jerseys. jerseys are bad. good though. <laughs> jerseys. Right? All, all right. Is, so we'll get Jersey. we'll get into the uh we'll get into the NFL uh picks. Yes. cousin Sal on earlier. We briefly kicked the tires on the NFL. We're gonna break down game seven, get to the prop. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates out there. I'm Renzi, it's in-game live. We transition from Game time decisions into in-game live. Um, we just played an in-game bet, actually, on uh, the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, plus 130. They have a one nothing lead um, at plus 130. Jacob deGrom's on the hill for the Mets, uh, but still, the Mets are fading fast, and uh, the Blue Jays are one of the hottest teams uh, in baseball. We also jumped in on the parlay, get the uh, L.A. Clippers money line and the Toronto Raptors to win the basketball game, plus 168. Plus 168 uh, parlay. We'll get into the hockey. We'll get into a little college uh, football as well. Bigger slate of uh, college football. Obviously, the real cool stuff will be the SEC on uh, September the 26th. Uh, but nevertheless, there's a couple of big time programs. Uh, Clemson are playing. Uh, Clemson are laying like 33 and a half points, but Clemson are playing. Uh, Louisville and Western Kentucky is a fun football game, interesting game. Uh, Florida State. Florida State and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech becoming a trendy pick. And I like the Yellow Jackets in this spot. It was 13 and a half earlier in the week, sitting uh, it's all the way down to an 11 and a half uh, right now. So we'll kick the tires uh, on that. NHL hockey uh, this evening. Uh, are they still playing that series? It's not over yet? The Tampa and the Islanders? They're still doing that yeah, thing? Don't... Oh, you're damn right they're going to do that thing. Sounds like we have yeah. Captain Highline. The early
6: here. Line. You're damn right. Yeah, you want some? You want some fish sticks? I got lots. No, Big I don't family want any fish packs. sticks. Uh, but you're taking yeah, them, yeah. huh? Okay. Yeah, don't worry. You're taking the New York Islanders, is, huh? Yeah, you, you like something of a higher quality? I like fine. I got no problem with the Highliner fish stick. It's a very economical price, plus 130. We're getting two boxes. Sorry, 1.3 boxes for the price of one. I like it. I like the New York Islanders. Hey, Gabe, that was a good pick by me the other night. I don't care. I had the under. The game was 1-1. Tampa scored with seven se- damn seconds left in that game. And I'll tell you something, Kaloran's out tonight. One thing about the Islanders, they won't quit. I'm giving them as a dog. Tampa Bay will win the series. The Islanders are going to win a game tonight's the night, baby. T- trust me on this one. Get on board.
5: Islanders. I want to know what Kurtz thinks. I need to know what uh, Kurtz thinks. Um, Kurtz a realist. Yeah, he's pre- yeah, not really. He's not a realist. That's nah, not true. He's actually not a realist. He's pretty negative, actually. He's like, oh, they'll yeah, lose. Yeah, too <laughs> negative. Not,
6: not even a realist. Yeah, he's more negative than positive. <laughs>
4: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
7: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first take, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast.
5: In-game live continues. I am Renzi kicking out a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, countdown to uh, game seven. Tip-off continues. Uh, we've got a um, game three, and I was kidding earlier, and Cam got a little defensive. I thought I was talking to Mike Carver or something like that right there, but the New York Islanders. Yeah. I said, oh, I can tell Cam's got fish sticks in the oven tonight. Captain I Highliner, like cheap Yard. fish sticks. New York Islanders oh, cheap are the Islanders. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, one thing, you you are right about the Islanders. The Islanders they're have ready. a ton of heart. They got a ton of, yeah, yeah they're not going to roll over. That was uh, backbreaking. Like, if you look at how this series has gone from, they got throttled 8-2, they got blown out 8-2. Yep. And then they lose a heartbreaker 2-1 in which they give up a goal with a minute and 30 left in the first peri- period first, of play. Yeah. And then first they give up a period. goal with eight seconds left in regulation. Like, it it's not fair. But we, we talk about how hockey's not fair, and that's, that's a classic mm-hmm. case in point. So I, I understand you can make the argument, if you believe in the mm-hmm. hockey gods, that the hockey gods um, owe the New York Islanders a win, that they owe them a they bounce. Do. And, um, but- yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, the hockey gods can be cruel. They oh, the can hockey be. gods treated the Trottam Maple Leafs.
6: Not very well. <laughs> I, I could tell you the Leafs probably don't believe in God if there is a hockey god. I mean, you know what I mean? They need to light some Santeria candles because their luck stinks. I will say this. Uh, the Islanders, uh, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely shocking watching them play a perfect system for 58 minutes and change in that game. And the two times they lost attention to detail, Tampa Bay just like got right on them. Should be a tight game tonight. 2 to nothing lead, Gabe. I will say this, too. The loss of Alex Killorn, um, you know, it's a big thing. And uh, Point has been their best player. He's hurt. Like, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen. But Tampa Bay was really thrilled to win that game late because they didn't want to go to overtime with the Islanders that night. They had a player suspended. Two main players hurt. Kucherov was healthy. He scored the winning goal. But I'm saying this stuff will even catch up to a talented team like Tampa Bay. No Stamkos. I'm going to give the Islanders a shot at plus 130 tonight. I think you know it's a uh, it's a nice dog, and I think they can get it done. I don't think they're going to win the series, but I really feel feel them tonight.
5: Well, listen, you've been riding the Islanders throughout the playoffs, and when teams have been mm-hmm. good to you, they've gotten this far. You have to continue to to believe in them, and it's yes. a similar situation with, with the Raptors. They lead. I mean, no reason to believe why they can't answer uh, the call this evening and get it done. They've been in this situation. Uh, before, they've been in mm-hmm. game sevens before. You know, guys, we we talked about this. Amazing, in, in, in a bubble, and you expect things to be different, and they are. But the Denver Nuggets, we talked about it. The Denver Nuggets were down three games to one. And never once in franchise history did the Denver Nuggets ever come back when they were down 3-1 in a playoff series before. Yeah, they came and back and playing. won a playoff series. The Utah Jazz yeah. have been playing basketball a long time. The Utah Jazz had never blown – a 3-1 series lead before in franchise history. Blew a 3-1 series lead. Um, Teams that are down 2-0 in seven-game series is in the NBA. It's not pretty, and it doesn't end well. And only 7% of the time do teams that are down 2-0 in an NBA best-of-seven series come back and win the series. You know who the last team was that was down 2-0 to come back and win a playoff series in the NBA playoffs? The Toronto Raptors, the Raptors last year Milwaukee. versus the Milwaukee, yes. right? Correct. Seven yep. percent only. The Raptors That's potentially low. might be on the verge of doing it again. Exactly. So it, it's unheard of, but it, it goes to show the the, you know, the, the character uh, that the the Raptors have shown, you know, they've won. You know, they've they've won elimination games. They've won backs against the wall games. They've won. Oh, we better win this game. They've answered the call every time. I've got more confidence in them to answer the call than I do a Boston Celtic team, who I have respect for. I think Jason Tatum's a great young player. I like Marcus Smart. I fear Kemba Walker. You know, if Walker gets hot, the Raptors could be in trouble. So I respect the Boston Celtics, but the Raptor players have actually done it before. And until you do it, it's, you know, I can't give you that benefit of the doubt.
6: Yeah, well, the thing is, too, and... It's 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 a narrative, right? Like the whole world, oh, the Raptors are done, the Raptors are done. Nobody expected them to even be in game seven, and now this team believes. And so what and it's what we talked about before. They haven't played their best basketball. Very, very sloppy. We talked about Siakam, the fouls early with the guards, Van Fleet, Norm Powell, all these guys, like three fouls in five minutes. They did some real bad things, but yet the heart of a champion, too. Remember the crazy play, Lowry to OG, hits that miracle shot. It's just like, these guys are not going down without a fight, and the trajectory of the team seems to be going higher. As you mentioned, that game versus Boston, the double overtime game, there was many opportunities. They could have tapped out, they didn't. They just got tougher and tougher, and all these idiots. It's amazing in the Twitter world and all these trolls. Oh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, yeah. You know what Kyle Lowry is? He's a battler. Well, I don't know why, and me and you talk about it. Why does he chirp at refs? Because sometimes he's like his teeth are loose. He's almost bleeding. These guys are like, it's almost like he goes to a back alley and gets beat up. He's like, hey, man, like, what's the deal here? Can I find a police officer? He gets mugged all the time. It's ridiculous, but he keeps on fighting through it. So you know what? The, the fact that these guys are a three-point dog tonight, you got to like it.
5: You know, it's just going to be another painful loss here, Cab. It's 23 No, no, for, we don't wait. Like...
6: They're plus three. They're plus three. They're plus three. If they if they lose twenty-seven, twenty-five, we win the first quarter. Come on, nougats! Don't let us down, baby. Oh, it's 28-23. As you say, like digged. How much time's left here, Marenti? I, I see. Uh, I'm on Fanduel. Sorry, I got the golf they channel need, on. They, One minute left. They need to hit.
5: They need to hit a three. Hit a three? No, 15 oh, no, seconds. No, a two, a, it's 15 seconds. A
6: two's a push. No, a two's a push. It's plus three. They're down 28-23. If they hit a three, we win. It's plus three in the first
5: uh, quarter. Yeah, I don't play okay. for pushes. Hit a three. Let's go. Yeah. Just give me a push. At 28-25, I'm fine with it. <laughs> crumple
6: it up and throw it out. I'll take 26, though. Nah, it's over. Damn, 28-23. What a... Geez. See, that's the worst. They even made it interesting, and then they still can't get it done. Screw off, Denver.
5: Stupid Nuggets. Yeah, there's another, another one uh, bites the dust. Another first quarter, quarter loss. Yeah, first quarter. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went light, though. I really did. I went light yeah. just to avoid the sheer frustration. Yeah, yes. still, that's frustrating. And I, I can yeah. almost oh. guarantee you right now, too. I'm not betting it, but I guarantee you right now, guys, you're going to see Denver going to score, like, the first eight points of the quarter here. Oh, yeah, They'll yeah. Take yeah. The They'll lead come here. out. It and lead all the time. It happens all the time it feels that way
6: i'm pissed off but hey what are you gonna do i'm telling you gabe i don't know what it is it's amazing these nights like uh baseball baseball like has been really good recently you know and uh maybe it's just stick to that like your strikeout props uh I know it's hard, like NFL's there. It's like that sexy uh, girl, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. something something new, hey, this is great. Like, you know, we got all these things going on here. Before, we were just dealing with uh, bad horse tracks and, and, and NASCAR and golf. Now we got a full buffet. It's hard to say no, especially with the National Football League. It's what we talked about before. I don't know the psychology behind it, but you just bet more on football college, NFL. It's crazy. It's a, like, you have all these other sports. You're kicking, you're kicking butt with the strikeout props. I'm rocking baseball hard yet. We're like, Oh, okay. Football. Ding, 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 ding. It's just, it's psychological. I think it's because it's I'm there's not only
5: the 16 games a year, yeah, a year or college 12 games, but no, you're right. It, it is true. There's always been something there for me. I've, I've, I've been at, at times where basketball is the same way like NBA games mm-hmm. Like, I'll put way more in an NBA game willingly than a Major League Baseball game, even a regular season. Um, But you're right. There is something about football in which you will just end up with bigger units. I was pretty good last night. I had a bunch of plays. For the record, so last night, guys, we gave you 10 plays in that football game last night with all the picks, Mm -hmm. sides, props, and everything, and we posted them all. We keep, you know, there's a track record. Uh, We won six of them. Yeah, you know, whatever. Right. I'd, I'd like to do better, but still, sixty percent. So uh, six and four, but one of the wins, of course, was David Johnson scoring a touchdown. Yes, at uh, yes. plus two hundred, and as well, another one of the wins was David Johnson over forty nine and a half rushing yards. David Johnson had a good game, and you know it's funny because we knew that I talked about that that David Johnson was going to get touches because Bill O'Brien. Has was so criticized for trading for him. And Correct. Bill O'Brien's also in charge of getting him the ball now. So yes, he is. I knew he was going to try to get him stats, but it's almost like Bill O'Brien wanted to get him so much stats he was giving him the ball when they were down by 17 still. Like, God, like, O'Brien's I, too much. Like, he, he, And he, even Deshaun wants it, too. Yeah, like, Deshaun, there were times, it's like, dude, snap the ball before the half here, bro. Like, you see the clock exactly. is ticking, you down. Like, Deshaun is letting the play clock go down. They're trailing by 17. Then they do the little push late. It's like, you know, if you would have showed this sense of urgency like 15 minutes ago, maybe we'd have a real game uh, right yeah. now. The more and, things and change, the throwing- more they stay the same with the what Texans. Stay the
6: same? Exactly. And thanks for throwing to Randall Cobb at the end of the game, you turkeys. The, guy's, uh, the guy makes two good plays. I need 35 yards for my prop. The guy gets 20-something. Like, uh, just the whole thing. You're
5: right. Bill O'Brien's a stooge. Done with that team. I like Mike Fires over three and a half strikeouts, guys. This game's coming up. Mike Fires over three and a half uh, strikeouts, gone over three and a half in yeah. his last four starts.
4: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. What's up, everybody?
7: This is Stephen A. Smith.
0: And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
3: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In-game live continues.
5: I am uh, Gabriel Morenzi. Um, on a more som- uh, somber uh, note, it would be remiss of us uh, if we didn't acknowledge uh, that it is uh, September the uh, 11th. Um, yes. So uh, our, our thoughts and prayers uh, with everybody affected uh, on that day 19 years ago. It's hard to believe it's been uh, 19 years uh, since. And, you know, seeing it up close and, um, you know, seeing plaques, of, of people like i'd be on i'd be on the ferry i'd be on like you know on the hudson or at the port authority etc and you know you sort of you know you look up and you know a lot of people don't read these things that are on the walls right uh but i do i usually stop and you know these are hard to miss though and you know you actually you know puts a name and it puts a face to to like that day and you know, so many people actually the thing that that's amazing, so many people went in voluntarily. That's what's amazing. Like um people take that for granted actually. You know, like how many how many cops, how many, how many cops, how many firemen, paramedics, other people? Like, you know, the place was on fire basically and about to collapse and people going in and not not coming out. So um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of family a lot of kids, a lot, a lot of family members that are still, you know, remember that. Uh, to them, it's still yesterday. So, we talk about all these games and everything. We remember that they are just games uh, in the end. Point spreads, games. Like I always say, when people cry about a bad beat and a, and a loss, ah, oh, you know, I lost the bat uh, and know, I always tell them, well, I don't always tell them, but I've told people before <laughs> that, uh, um, um, if if your biggest problem in life is that you just lost, you know, a playoff series, if your favorite team lost a playoff series, or you lost a bet because someone kicked a field goal at the end of the game, then, you know, you've got a pretty trouble-free life, if that's the biggest problem uh, that you Agreed. Have. And if you got a big problem because of that, and you're betting too much, then you do have a problem, <laughs> and don't bet so much. Yes. All right. Like yes, if, if exactly. these losses get to you that much and you you're putting yourself in trouble, then don't do that. Uh right. And I get it. You know, we all take stuff seriously and our 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 team seriously. But at the same point in time, you gotta remember, put put things in perspective that they are just games. It is it is entertainment. There people forget that. Yep. Right? Like, you know, like when there was the mini, like the, they didn't play basketball for two days and people flipped out. It's like it's not like there's some sort of, like, it's not like the sun or the, the moon where it's, like, it's an automatic that there's going to be sports every day. <laughs> like, like people, exactly. you know, people, like, they, they put so much into it. I get it. But at the same point in time, just put everything in perspective. Be passionate about it, intense about it. I say all this now and I'm gonna be raging about Scott Foster about and about what? You will. yeah. That's the thing yeah, I'm, about, I'm, about I'm an hour and a half
6: right now, but 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 in two hours and seven minutes I could see you like you're gonna go smash like hey Foster, you suck, you're the worst referee in the NBA, you piece of crap. Anyway, what we <laughs> exactly. let's just hope for a game This is what we talked about when I talked about it with Pharrell, and I said this earlier today. Let's just hope referees. This is the one thing. Don't be the star of the show. You have a job to do. Just referee the damn game. If it's a touch foul, let them play. That's the one thing that I, I hate. Everything, whistle, whistle, whistle. They're grown men. They're, it's game seven. Let the players decide this, and hopefully the referees no. aren't going to be a part of this narrative. That's what I'm no. hoping.
5: No, no, no. Scott Foster's the opposite of that. In fact, I think that's why it's going to go I- over.
4: There's going to be a million still, yeah, fouls. Yeah,
5: it's going to be one of these actually, like, it, "Oh my god, yeah. you just called that?" Like it's going to be like, "Oh, you that." No, I'm just saying too. I'm
6: hoping. I'm hoping for a clean game. You're right with this guy, he does that's no, it, not stop what's going to happen though.
5: I'm just telling you it won't be. Yeah, and thing with Scott Foster is, he tees people up fast for talking back to him too. Yes, he does. Which is almost inevitable. So, it's just basically it almost comes down to who's going to who's going to snap and start flipping out at him first. And I'll tell you what, dude, Jalen Brown like has like nearly needed to be restrained around him before. Him and Jalen Brown have a history. Him and Stevens have a little history as well. Like I said, though, he gets into it with a lot of people. Like Matt Barnes, like threatened him. Like Matt Barnes threatened him. Chris Paul is like Chris Paul's the head of the players' union. Chris Paul like yeah. hates his guts. Like they really I'm, I don't know why the NBA does this though. Like, why exactly? Why? Why put the guy that you know that every player dislikes? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's so. Like, why? Do you want controversy? Because you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it.
6: Exactly. That's the thing, man. And Matt Barnes. Come on. If Matt Barnes hates your guts. You got a real problem. Like, that guys he doesn't want to pick fights with, with you. Come on, man. This guy, that's the thing. No, no, that's, that's, that, a,
5: that's, no Matt, Matt Barnes is crazy. No. Matt I, Barnes is probably he, fighting a, a homeless good. guy right now.
6: I disagree. I think, I, I know he's had problems before. I, I like Matt Barnes. Lay like off Matt Barnes. He's fucked. Well, It doesn't he matter if you like him or not. Him or not. Oh, I like, yeah, no, I like
5: I, him I, too, but he's crazy. Uh, <laughs> you act so like, oh, no. Matt Barnes wouldn't hurt a fly. What are you talking about? Like, you, Are we talking about the same Matt Barnes? Yeah, UCLA, Matt Barnes. Yeah, I know he's a little bit off, but he's all right.
6: I've seen him on a lot of different stuff. I think he's misunderstood. Anyway, the refereeing could be a real issue tonight. That's all.
5: Yeah, I've seen him on a lot of different stuff. Yeah. he right. seems sure, yeah. like a
6: very nice guy. Very, very generous. Very, very, very kind. Sure, he's got a short fuse, but you know that's we're all not
5: perfect. I guess you know, not perfect people. <laughs> like how uh, like, uh, Cam likes him, so it must mean he's a good guy. No, oh, I like him. He's he's uh, he's not.
6: <laughs> no, but it's true though. I told you, man. I met Foster at uh, Shoeless Joe. So even he, he's just kind of a weird dude. Like the referees used to come in and uh, eat there before when the when the Raptors were playing on those uh, a lot of those uh, Saturday and Sunday afternoon games, morenzi So you get to meet them and. You know, Carlos, the owner, knew where he was, and the guy's talking. He's just a little bit of, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not am not a real big fan. I like that. I like the other ref who was doing the game before. I think uh, he, here's the thing. It's a very difficult job, and you know that, Morenzi. You told me, like, even when you're playing the street ball, like, that's the thing. Being an NBA ref with the way fouls are called, it's difficult. But they're also grown men. You have, to, you have to use common sense in the sense that not everything is a foul. Some things are continuation. Play on, play on. It doesn't have to be like that. I'm hoping for a Game 7 that, you know, you let a little more physicality go. That's all.
5: Ultimately, it's up to the players It's to decide this. You know, yeah. we uh, we in the media yeah. and fans can talk about the referees this and the referees that. The players, you know, it's part of being a pro is knowing each referee. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just part of knowing. If, like, if you're a pitcher, you have to know. This umpire doesn't call high strikes. This umpire calls low strikes. This umpire will give me the outside. That guy won't. You need to know, right? It's up to the player to understand. And the NBA is a league in which you could argue that, that every game should be officiated the same, but it's not. It isn't. It's almost like each mm-hmm. each referee has his own way of doing things, and I don't know. Like I don't know their method to the madness. I, I would love to know. I really would. You know, they never answered. I, you know, I'd love to. If I ask, if I could interview Silver, I'd ask him that. Like, what's the final decision? They, they talk about point system and all that, but mm-hmm. look, they had Tony Brothers the other night. Tony Brothers is known, Cam. For basically letting you like hit people over the head with a baseball bat. All right. Mm -hmm. And what happened? Physical things got out of hand and people really cried about it after. Right. So now it's like Silver's responded with like they, you know, put in the cop that like gives everyone a speeding ticket for going 56. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you guys want calls. But that's the thing that drives me crazy is that, remember the Greek freak grazed Jimmy Butler's arm after Jimmy Butler let the ball go. Jimmy Butler shot free throws with 0.0, 0 left on the clock, and they oh. won the game. People said yes. after, that's a pile of crap. Should never call that at that time. And then basically in a in Raptors-Celtic game, they just they let stuff go. They let players beat the crap out of each other. They, and then people cry about it after. Oh, it's a foul. You're going to call a foul. You know, you let the players decide – Let's not make too much about Scott Foster. Everyone knows when they go on the floor that Foster's a hothead. He thinks he's a player or a star. He's going to mouth off. It's going to you're going to get into it. Just accept it. Right? Just accept it. That's, you know, that's you know, it's going to be decided by the players. I'm not crying about the referees uh, before this game uh, even starts. So let's do a quick uh, check uh, right now. It is 42-27. Thanks for coming, Denver. 42-27, L.A. Clippers, seven and a half minutes remaining in the second quarter of play. Major League Baseball, Rays up on the Sox, 1-0, top of three right now. Nationals up on the Braves, 5-2. Ah, The Mets have taken a 3-1 lead on the Blue Jays. The uh, Phillies, 11-0 right now. 11-0 yes. in the bottom of the seventh inning. Man, the Marlins gave up 29 earlier in the week. Now they gave it up another 11. Yankees up four-one yep. game two on uh, Baltimore uh, right now. We got the hockey game uh, coming up. Cam's got some fish sticks um, in the oven, some tartar sauce. His old school New York Islander, ugly turquoise captain highliner. Uh, you know, I ripped that jersey, and Carver it. sort of got offended. And oh, did he? He said, "You know, <laughs> if you take a look at it, it's really not that bad." And It's pretty bad. It it, kind of is that bad, isn't it? It's, you know what it is? It's
6: it's not a professional jersey. I hate to say it. It's an American Hockey League jersey, like the Rock Monsters and this. Like, it's kind of nice that the Leafs have the Marlies because it's still a crown inside a leaf or whatever. It's a respectable jersey. Like, it's kind of a ghost fisherman with a weird color scheme. The way the waves are, it's very 80s. Like, it's like a bad 80s band. The the color scheme stinks. I just think about Ziggy Palfi back in the day, like, moving around, wearing that Captain Highlander jersey. It's a bad jersey. There's no denying it. It's not good. It's like a roller hockey team jersey. Yeah, yeah. Even lower than eight. Yeah, yeah, roller hockey. That's fair.
5: Yeah, it's terrible. It's, the it's islands terrible. have a classic yeah. jersey too yes. to have a good look classic
4: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24/ 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com What's up everybody?
7: this is Stephen A Smith when I'm not at my day job first take
8: Hello, I'm Dr. David Chow, aka Pro Football Doc. I spent 17 years on an NFL sideline with the Chargers as a head team physician, and I can tell you teams don't want to tell you the whole story. That's where I come in. I know what they're trying to tell you and trying not to tell you. I know how to assess injuries and how will it will impact players and teams that week. Come check out profootballdoc.com. You can't make a bet or set a fantasy lineup without coming to consult with us at profootballdoc.com.
5: In-game live continues. I'm Renzi. Kicking the Regent Redhead at uh, Camp Stewart. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates uh, out there or uh, whatever um, platform you are watching us on. Um, we got some line moves in the National Football League. Uh, check it in right now. The Detroit Lions were holding strong at uh, minus three all week and more than just the week. And since the numbers have been out uh, pretty much two and a half, two and a half right now. Detroit Lions laying two and a half, minus 142 on the money line. Over under 42 and a half cams, Detroit Lions. I gotta tell you, I've spoken to a lot of people uh, this week and over the last couple of weeks. uh, You know, let's talk NFL football, NFL uh, futures, and I've heard a lot of people say they think the Lions are going to win this division. And, um, uh, you know, the Lions plus 600 live to win this division, they have the potential to be the best team uh, in uh, the division. And I don't know, I think that the uh, I think that the smog from the wildfires are affecting people's brains, uh, personally. The Detroit Lions are not winning this division. They do have some talent. I get it. They were four and two with Stafford start. You know what I mean? And Stafford starts, they, they got a puncher's chance. Matt Patricia seemingly has done a better job not alienating the team leading into uh the season here. I think they can win this football game. I think they're an improved team, Cam, but I don't think they're winning the division.
6: Yeah, it's 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 a leap of faith to say you know that these guys are going to win the division. I think Minnesota's still the team, but I think the Lions are going to be significantly improved. At six and a half wins, I think they're I think they could be a five hundred team for sure. Uh, Patricia, you're right. Uh, the, you know the players. He's been pretty cool in the offseason. I think he needed to change his ways. Uh, it's very similar to Tom Coughlin when he become like a really hard guy and then hey guys, are we going bowling. Like after a while, players are just going to tune you out. As for this game, the line's gone you know down. The Lions Holidays go.
5: Yeah, Let me just throw this in here. The Lions um, Lions went 0-6 in the division last year.
6: Yeah, it's a problem. It's a big problem. Uh, the Bears, on the other hand, I don't really believe in this team. I don't think they're very good. Uh, the Lions, it's kind of a weird line down two and a half. Galladay's a big loss because he could stretch the field and then open things up for the other weapons that they have. It's probably going to be a pass game for me, Gabe. I lean Lions, but I'm in no rush to bet the Detroit Lions in this spot. Uh, I think Galladay is a really big loss, and he's listed as doubtful right now. That's bad.
5: Yeah, the Detroit Lions are pretty banged up as a whole. Uh, You talk about uh, Kenny Galladay being uh, injured. Uh, CJ Moore, uh, one of their special teams, uh, standout players, also uh, banged up. Uh, Jeff Okuda hasn't had a great uh, camp. Uh, Yeah, DeAndre Swift uh, banged up as well. So I don't have these rookie kids, man. Sometimes they have a hard time staying um, staying healthy. Hilaire had a great debut. Congratulations to anybody sure. that drafted Hilaire in your fantasy football league. Wow. That's me. I looks, got him in looks two weeks. Like, oh, yeah? It looks yeah, like he got can put some, up some uh, big numbers.
6: Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like, we talked about it last night, Gabe. It's a good start, but how's it going to finish? Uh, you saw, too, you know, the the Houston, he made some beautiful plays, but he also took a couple licks. We'll see what happens. And you brought up a good point. It doesn't matter. He's an electrifying player, but he's still got to work on his blocking schemes. And that's that's something that's really important. More important than Hilaire is keeping Patrick Mahomes upright. And if he can't uh, pick up his blocking assignments, he'll
5: get less time out there. But very nice offensive performance. So Mitch Trubisky is going to be starting for the Chicago Bears. They're getting two and a half points in this game. It's an interesting game. And, you know, as a Buffalo Bill fan, the Detroit Lions are my cousins. Like you know, they're are yep. our are cousins, so you know we support each other. We, you know, I got my eye on them. Um, it's tough. They might win the game. They might lose the game. I've got zero confidence in Matt Patricia. I don't think Trubisky sucks as much as everybody else does. I think I don't think he's good, but I think no. I think if you manage him, yeah, I think mm-hmm. if you put him in a spot to succeed, that's up to the coordinator to to put him in a spot to succeed. Uh, so for that, this game's a pass for me. I've got enough picks that only, I'm not betting every game. This game's a pass for me. Two and a half right now, 42 and a half. Next one in the rotation, FanDuel, seven and a half right now. Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland Browns, uh, three and one against the spread the last four times they played against uh, Baltimore. And in fact, you know, they've, um, they've, they've fared well. It's one of these division rivalries. They've matched up well. Say what you will about Cleveland, uh, they do have a lot of talent. Uh, Cam, the Browns are two and two straight up. They've actually beaten them um, in two straight years, um, so they have matched up with the Ravens. But you got a new coach, new system. It's Baker Mayfield. The trends, I get it. To me, it's just it's pretty ballsy to take Cleveland here. But I get it. I guess I don't have the Kahunas. I'm gonna pass. Norton. I'm not. I, I'm not Norton. taking them.
6: Nor do I. And I'll tell you one step further, Gabe, Cleveland was good to me in certain spots, but um, I think there could be a bad situation out of the gate. And you talk about it. It takes a while to get acclimated, uh, just using a college an example, when BYU played Navy and uh, when there's a system to learn and when you're a young guy, things fell apart and they got not just lost the game, got absolutely smoked. I'm not going to say that's the same as a triple option, but there's still many things to learn. Baltimore has continuity on their side and Cleveland has two major injuries. Greedy Williams back there and half of the secondary's banged up at starters. You know what Lamar Jackson's going to do? They got a lot of weapons there, Gabe. I'm in no rush to bet Cleveland. I actually think Baltimore at minus seven and a half, I probably think they're going to win this game by like 13 points. But uh I'm gonna see wait closer to game time, but I lean
5: Ravens in this spot. Uh Minnesota Vikings are now two and a half point favorites. That was at uh, 1.3 and a half, come all the way down uh to two and a half. This is interesting. Both these teams are pretty much the same teams as last year. You know, Stephon Diggs is gone, Jefferson, a kid from LSU, is in, diggs is out. Uh, but you've got Thielen, you've got um you, you know you've got Dalvin Cook, you've got um, you know, the defense is stacked for the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota are a a ATM machine when they play against non division opponents. All right, when when Mike Zimmer, he never loses to non division opponents. He always covers. It's like eighty four percent of the time, crazy stuff. But they do lose division games at times. I was higher on Green Bay. Than a lot of people were last year. They got so they got smoked against the Forty Nine ers in their last football game. Crazy to say, it's a big game. First game coming out of the yeah. pandemic here, but it really is. This division's going to be pretty battle between these teams. I got to if I like the Vikings to win a division, which I do, I got to like the Vikings to win this football game. Vikings are laying two and a half. The money line's like minus one forty six. Uh, it's uh, I guess I'll lay the two and a half yeah. here, but I do like Minnesota here.
6: I do too. I think. Uh... I think the Vikings, are. are, are you, you talked about it, the cream of the crop. As for the Packers, you want to talk about borrowed time. Well, that's Aaron Rodgers, right, and the rest of this team. Also, too many injuries in spots. I think uh, Dylan might be a nice uh, addition for the Green Bay Packers. I'm just, not sold, I'm just not sold on their team. When you look at Minnesota, they're a better team. They do have injuries, though. Uh, main pass rusher out there. There's a couple guys that are banged up going into this game. Uh, that's crazy. I really wish we got the three and a half, Gabe, instead of minus two and a half. Um, I, like the, I like the Vikings in this spot. I, like, I, think they're, I think they're better. It's a divisional game. It should be tight. But I think the Vikings are better than the Packers. So I lean that way. You talked about it. We both think Kirk Cousins will thrive in COVID-19 era. No fans.
5: He doesn't care. Kirk Cousins had a good year last year. He did. Um, he got better. He's getting more comfortable. And he'll mm-hmm. be more comfortable this year it'll be better with Diggs not there that's the thing that people don't realize a lot of people oh, Diggs isn't there anymore like it's going to hurt them it doesn't help if a dude's on the sidelines throwing his helmet at and you, you know yes, exactly. basically giving the quarterback the evil lie all the time or you know getting into it with the coach in a room after the game like Diggs and zimmer started to clash Diggs, you know what i mean he, he just did and they're better off. Kirk Cousins is more comfortable now. Thielen's a star. Thielen's a stud. They've got weapons. Yep. They're going to be fine. Dalvin Cooks is Dalvin Cook. You know, obviously a big key to the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, but I think Cousins is going to be fine. And Dalvin Cook's health can Dalvin if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, this guy's going to be a top, you know, three, four, or five running back, in International Football League, extremely productive player. And I get the feeling that Cook will actually. I think the Vikings are in uh, for uh, for a big year. Little line movement here. The Colts are now eight uh, point favorites against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, Raiders are still three point favorites at Carolina. The Miami Dolphins getting six and a half against the New England Patriots, and I do like uh, the fish. We talked about this game earlier. You know, Cam Newton zero and eight against the spread in his last eight starts. But man, Miami came on strong down the uh, the stretch. What was it seven and two in their last nine? They these guys competed and. Um, you know, the the, the Dolphins, Dolphins are a, an interesting team this year. I think they match up well with a rebuilt Patriots team. I think this game comes down to the why. Wouldn't it surprise me if Miami won this game outright. Miami are plus 235 on the money line. I am a Buffalo Bill fan, guys, but I'll tell you what. The Buffalo Bills 6.5-point favor over the Jets. The Jets had a bad camp, yet last year they opened up the, the season against each other. The Jets were up 16 nothing, and the Bills came back at a 1, 17-16. The last three times these guys have played, it's been decided by a combined 12 points. The Bills and Jets always play close games. I think the Bills win, and I think the Bills probably cover, but it could be a severe sweat job. You know, what, maybe Bills 24-14, 20-21-10 type thing. You know, it's an empty Ralph Wilson Stadium. It's going to be a weird thing out there. Hey, hey, yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, hey, hey,
6: yeah, you're right. You're, I don't know who uh, Bill's mafia going to light things on fire, smash through tables, try to break into the stadium. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, but I expect a tight game too. Jets got some uh, concerns though, Gabe, with, the, with Mims, uh, the rookie receiver out of uh, by Baylor. It's kind of a concern. There are a couple of guys that are hurt. I love Buffalo this year, but asking them to win by a touchdown week one against a divisional rival in an empty stadium. So I think that's a tough game.
5: Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I don't really care if a kid that's never played for them before plays. I, mean, I hear they're they're a little banged up, but um, they're terrible. The Jets roster sucks. I, you know, I don't know. They're spinning their wheels. It's the problem. Adam Gase isn't a bad coach. You know, the reputation. Gase's reputation isn't really fair in a certain way, but the thing is, there's a lot of different elements of being a good coach, and Gase. Gase just upsets players. And he doesn't get along with anyone that's good. It's bizarre. Like, anyone that's good, he won't get along with you unless you're the quarterback. And even then, it's hit or miss. You know, like, if you look, like, you know, him and Jamal, he never made an effort to get along with Jamal Adams. Say what you will, whatever Jamal Adams was, was an attitude problem, but he never tried to put the fire out. You know, Le'Veon Bell, basically, from day one, he you know I, he knows, I don't even want you here. You go yeah. down the list, Jay Ajayi in Miami, Jarvis Landry. I could go on and on and on. So the problem is he's a decent coach, but every team he's on is always going to be rebuilding because they're always going to be getting rid of players because they don't like them. So it's like it's a, weird, it's a weird cycle that the Jets are in, and I think the Jets are in for a long year. But with all that being stated, I'm not in a rush to be laying six and a half points there. Seattle's up to two-and-a-half-point favorites right now over Atlanta with the Julio Jones uh, question mark lurking over this game. A lot of wide receivers beat up this weekend.
6: Yeah, a lot of wide receivers. We talk about a Mike Evans, Galladay. <clears throat> Denver's got problems there, too. It's tough. <clears throat> I want to take Seattle Sutton's in this out. spot. Yeah, Cortland Sutton. Uh, I'll tell you, Denver, that's the thing, man. You want to talk about the Denver Broncos. So you got Vaughn Miller, Chubb, two huge defensive guys, no Sutton. Uh, yeah, I guess the rookies are going to have to step up this week. It's going to be really interesting, but those injuries are tough to deal with, Gabe. I will say one thing out of all the games that you listed. I know I'm Cam Colt, and I started this thing. Uh, The Jacksonville Jaguars at plus eight, I'm going to wait until it maybe gets to eight and a half, nine. I will be betting the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is too many points. I don't care if me and you are playing on the Jacksonville Jaguars after 30 Jagermeister shots and drunk. I'm not laying eight points with uh, the Colts on the road. I still think the Colts win the division, but
5: that's too many damn points. Um, yeah, I'm tempted. I'd like to do it. I think Minshew is a nice DFS um, play. Minshew and 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 a prop play as well because they're gonna be playing from behind. So we'll hit that and Correct. more on the other side.
4: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. What's up, everybody?
7: This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first take, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show Podcast.
5: Right, We've got a couple of minutes uh, left uh, here of uh, the first hour of in-game uh, live. I know it's our final couple of minutes for a lot of our radio affiliates that and we'll continue to party on for another hour before Kevin Walsh takes over at uh, 9 o'clock. To, I'm sure Walsh is on the Boston Celtics uh, tonight. You of course, guaranteed. Right? Sure, him, yeah, like, uh, him, w-
6: him and Wetzel, WW
5: Incorporated.
6: Yeah, those turkeys, uh, you know they're betting Boston. Well, like, I, I could, I'll, I'll bet everything that both of those guys are on Boston, guaranteed
5: yeah and I'll bet yeah, everything um I'll bet everything on the the team that wetzel uh, does not have <laughs> so yes yeah' I'm, that's good we'll yeah, be yeah. Glad fade wetzel if if he's on uh if he's on boston uh but you know what <laughs> i think it it is it is interesting that the money is coming in on Boston, and you know I've had a lot of guests on over the last couple of days sports Rage late night will be back up on a lot of the radio affiliates tonight in the late night hours. And I've heard the term, well, Boston's the better team. Boston have the better players. Boston this, Boston that. And I'm like, I don't see it. I mean, yeah, they've got some good, talented players on paper. But as a team, they haven't put it together. They haven't done it. They haven't proven it. Kemba Walker hasn't done anything in the NBA yet. Jason Tatum hasn't done anything yet. You go down the list, Brad Stevens. The Raptors have. Yep. So, and a lot of people, and the thing is, you get people now that are paying attention and don't don't, don't watch the regular season. So you get a lot yep. of bad takes out there. But it's up to the Raptors to win. You hear, oh, they don't have Kawhi Leonard. Well, it's up to the Raptors to win without Kawhi Leonard and win this series and shut people up at least until they lose game one on Sunday to the Heat like they will. And then people talk about how they're done in that series. Uh, I think Siakam's going to have a good uh, game uh, tonight. Raptors are going to win this basketball game, and it's going to go over the 2 4 raptors win and it goes over the number Uh, raptors like 108 102 type thing cam uh we're gonna we'll we'll hit it more but this is for our radio affiliates that are going to be dropping off now raptors win this game nfl football give me the buccaneers plus three and a half and the dolphins up plus six and a half and the arizona cardinals plus seven what do you got cam i got medvedev in tennis and the islanders in hockey let's rock
4: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
7: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast.